end of the wrestling week is here, and it's time once again for WrestleGeddon. Ladies and gentlemen, I am one of your hosts, Kristen Heat Matthews, and I'm joined by the man who prefers Isaac Yankum over Britt Baker as his personal dentist, Garrett G. Money Mun, and the man who can save you from crappy pro wrestling by sending him $29.95 a month. He's the Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland. What's going on, guys? Hallelujah. <laughs> Not much. Uh, watching SmackDown. Drinking a luchador Mexican lager. Mm. Oh, what the hell ever, dude? That's like this beer. Luchador Mexican This beer lager. is... Not the greatest Man. thing I've ever tasted. Brewed by some white guy. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> well, only, well, only a white guy can with that name. Wait, only hold a on. Only a white guy can with that name. Luchador. Well, well, here's here's the worst Lager. part. It's made by the Mason Jar Lager Company. So, yeah, it's definitely a white person. Wow. There is a brewery in Baltimore um, that... Um, our good friend Phil Gentile, the Fig K podcast, uh, frequents quite a bit, and they do actually do like wrestling uh, themed beers. So I, they did a, I think a Ric Flair. I think they did an Undertaker. They're working, I think a Kane that they're working on too. So like they have a whole bunch of like a few different ones that they release like seasonally. There's a few, then there's a few other breweries across the country that do the same thing. I'm sure they taste, they probably taste much better than your luchador Mexican locker. Yeah, this is not the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> it's all right, though. I'll drink uh, it. I'm so, the name still like really. <laughs> I know <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> oh, but what's not terrible is the random band entrance theme. Uh, always end up being a lot of fun. So last week we did. I was like, why can I never remember the week before? And I never put it in the notes. This is temptations. temptations. Yes. <laughs> temptations. This week, uh, it's Ozzy Osbourne. The, uh, I don't know if you want to call him like the grandfather of metal, but something. He's something like that. Something like that. Crazy enough to eat a bat's head on stage and. Hell yeah. I'm probably crazy enough now to piss his pants on stage. Well, maybe not <laughs> crazy, just old enough. Old enough. <laughs> I don't know. He looks younger than fucking Fred Durst. <laughs> oh, my God. Fred Durst looks bad. Like, he looks like Jeff Jarrett now. Yeah. Fred, Dur- Fred Durst, like, I saw a TikTok of him performing. And he looks like he would like call the police for a noise complaint on his own song or something. <laughs> oh my god, he looks terrible. His uh, one of their new singles pops up on my um Amazon playlist. Like the soundtrack thing is like suggested. Mm-hmm. It sounds worse than like anything they've ever done. <laughs> and their music was pretty wasn't that great to begin with. So. <sighs> awesome. All right, but Ozzy. So what we guys what we got for your picks for your entrance theme for Ozzy? Uh so, I can go I can go first, go first if you want. Go you first. want to go first? Yeah, go first. All right. 
So when I heard this, I only had one song in my head. And it's not like classic or anything like that. But the song I picked is I Don't Want to Stop by Ozzy Osbourne. Because that song is awesome. I love how you had to add by Ozzy Osbourne. Like, mm-hmm. literally just said it's by. By Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> In case you didn't know, by Ozzy Osbourne. It's, it's by Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> All right, Carl, what you got? So, I'm not going to sing this week. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm not going to sing. But. Well, thankfully, Garrett I... didn't have me give me anything to edit this week yet. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, anyways, um, <laughs> I got the pick last week. I had a song in my mind. I was like, oh, yeah. So, uh, my interest music, uh, so I contribute to my granny. Now, my granny didn't listen to Ozzy Osbourne, uh, but she did. My granny did like Snoop Dogg, though. But um, <laughs> uh, one of my granny's favorite shows was uh, Perry Mason and... Ozzy Osbourne has a song, Perry Mason, and uh, that would be the song I come up to. Okay. Deep cut. That was... Sorry. Heck yeah. Uh, mine is a classic. Uh, Bark at the Moon. Bark at the Moon. That's a good song. That's actually pretty good. That's probably the best one. Yeah. What's that last week? It's like something that's going to get the crowd moving and get them like yeah. interacting with their entrance. So, like, you think of like Judas and like Cult of Personality, stuff like that, even like Jungle Boy's theme or like Shinsuke, like anything that gets the crowd interacting is definitely something. Yeah, especially something when you got that someone you know, like so. Rick. Boobs. <laughs> All right. I fucking Carl. love Rick Boobs. He looks like. Freaking Freddie Mercury right now. Oh, I know. I liked him better with the long hair. It's still kind of yeah, weird I him with the short hair. Yeah, I agree. All right, Carl, what we got for next week? All right, let me hit the random button, Jerry, and it is loaded. And we get. No, we're not doing this one. Let me, I'm going to hit it again. What was that? It was, that was Bad Bunny. I don't want to do Bad Bunny. Hot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We can skip that one. We skip that one, right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right. So it looks fine. like we're doing Hall Notes. <laughs> <laughs> I already know my song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man eater. <laughs> or privatized. <laughs> Whoa, here she comes. Watch out, boy. She'll chew you up. <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Um, before we get into the news, let's uh take a look at one of our discussion questions here. It's a, a pretty good question. Who will win the AEW World Championship first? 
CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, or Keith Lee? Um, I'm going to go with uh, CM Punk. I'm going to go with Brian Daniels. <clears throat> it's kind of a tough one because I don't think we're going to get Keith Lee in the title picture before Danielson or Punk. I don't think we're going to get Punk in the title picture before Danielson. So I, I think we have to agree with Garrett on this one and say Brian Danielson. Think he's gonna get it? You think he beats Page for it? I don't think he's gonna beat Page for it. I think he's gonna beat whoever beats Page. I think I think CM Punk takes it off Page. Yeah, Punk's gonna take it off Page. Yeah, because uh, AEW's got to do something to get its ratings up, and I think CM Punk as your champion will do that for you. But that, but they win in the key demographic every week. You know, the eighteen to you know thirty nine year old demographic. Yeah, I know, but there's some people slightly over thirty nine that enjoy CM Punk from you know back when he was wrestling. Yeah. And I think he would be like Daniel Branson and Keith Lee would be like a a smart move if you want more wrestling fans that are already wrestling fans. But CM Punk will get you outside of the typical demographic that they're in i honestly i think they need to put it on mjf that's another wrestling fan like a wrestling fan would enjoy that but i don't think anybody outside of the wrestling world uh you know know who mjf is yeah i think him as AEW world champion would do wonders for them though yeah, don't get me wrong. I, he's one of my favorite. Well, actually, he probably is my favorite wrestler on AEW. But uh, I think it'll come in time. But I think they'll drop it on CM Punk because CM Punk will kind of do like what Jericho did with it and kind of add some legitimacy to the, the belt. Yeah, and maybe we'll get a uh, CM Punk versus Kenny Omega. Yeah. Then um, Dave Meltzer could have like a complete total heart attack. Yep. Oh my God! CM Punk versus Kenny Omega, ten star match. Oh yeah, I can die. I can die happy now. I, I think die, it will be. I can die knowing I'll have an everlasting boner. <laughs> by God, Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Actually, before we get the news, let's talk about this one too. Um, Ric Flair uh, recently stated that his top three um, wrestlers of all time is Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah, and he was saying that was better than himself and Hogan. Um, well, I mean, like, is he going by just like in ring ability or by like? See, I don't know because Sean and, and Ricky is like in ring in ring ability. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if he's arguing like. Tech, yeah, I don't know if he was arguing like technical wrestling 
necessarily or well, well, I'm not, I wouldn't man. include I wouldn't include Hogan in in ring ability. No. Like Ho- Hogan's charisma carried him his entire career. Like that's Yeah. yeah. I think um uh, who was it? I think like Seth Rollins did like a Mount Rushmore thing too. He did. It was on um Pat McAfee show. Like he asked him by like are we talking about wrestling ability or drawing power or drawing money? He's like yeah. because in our industry, like in our company, we're entertainment. So we go by who draws the most money or who yeah. can draw the most money. Yeah. He's like, but he's like, there's a difference between that and, you know, outside of, outside of us. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember who he said though, for his Mount Rushmore. I would, I would disagree with uh, Rick Flair on Bret Hart. Though. I'm just going to. Yeah. He's in ring. Yes, Bret Hart is phenomenal, but he I, like. I mean, even to me, like skills his like matches that. didn't flow that well, and like, I mean, don't get me wrong, he had like some moves and stuff, but it was like, and eh, it's not. I mean, I, I never was entertained by a Bret Hart match. Like, oh shit, it's a Bret Hart match. Where like, Sal Michaels and Ricky Dragon Steamboat, I was a fan of. Oh, well, it's because. Michaels and Steamboat had that charisma that Brett didn't have. Brett was just like that straight shooter. Like he wasn't really like the charismatic one out of the Hart family. That was more Owen. I mean, even still though, like, you know, he was like a like kid loved him, but I was a kid and I yeah. didn't love him. So I don't know. Like I I love Brett Hart. Like he's, you know, definitely one of my, you know, maybe top ten wrestlers of all time. Um but that's more like based on his in-ring ability, not like his his charisma, mic skills. Like he could get a point home, like in an interview, and especially mm-hmm. if it's something like if a feud that he's investing time into, like his feud with Austin or his feud yeah. with Michaels. Like there's, yeah, like he could sell the, he can sell the point. But as far as like storytelling in the ring and the actual technical ability, like Brett's one of the best. Yeah. Um, Shawn Michael, Michaels is definitely probably on my list, like the five, two, my greatest wrestlers of all time. Uh, yeah. Um, Ricky Steamboat, like, don't get me wrong, like, I was a fan of his and enjoyed him, but I think I probably came, like, too late. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of yeah. his prime matches was, like, before my time or uh, too early for me to remember. Yeah, because I don't, I'm in that same boat with you, like, I remember Steamboat when he came back from WCW and had like yeah. the dragon gimmick with like the cape and the headdress and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't remember anything fire. before that, like as a kid. Like his like I've gone back and watched WrestleMania three. Like I yeah, don't I've remember gone. like yeah. stuff like that, like watching that live or anything. Yeah. But seeing him like superstars with like the dragon cape and you know the fire and stuff was like that's my memories of Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've gone, I've gone back and uh, watched like his matches with Ric Flair. Uh, I did see him wrestle Ric Flair one time. Um, nice. but I don't remember it that well though. Like, is this like <laughs> faint memories? Um, but um, 
but yeah, um, but he's good. His would be like in my like top ten. Like, because if I'm doing my rankings, I don't know if I do by technical or just do it by like my fa- my favorites. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Now, if I was doing a three, uh, three, it's kind of hard. I put, I guess, shit. Because, like, if I did three, like, I got to include Ric Flair because, like, he's one of my favorites of all time. <laughs> I think I got to, I think I got to include Shawn Michaels. And then I have to, like, you know, it's like choosing my left nut or my uh, right nut. I go Austin or Stone Cold. You know? <laughs> yep. I, I y'all already know my top three of all time, so like yep. Yeah, I know, but Hurricane wasn't that good. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> had a cool gimmick. <laughs> had a cool gimmick, don't get me wrong, but like as far as charisma or Henry Gabelli, he was okay. Oh, come he was on. Decent. Like some of those some of the moves that the hurricane did, people still using now. He was. Like, de- I said he was decent. He he was an innovator. Like he's the one. He created the vertebraker that homicide uses. The Gringo. Yeah, I, I know. So, There's been plenty of people that created. I'm pretty sure they did that. Invented the DDT was like an uh, okay guy. But <laughs> the dude that invented the DDT was Jake the Snake Roberts. He didn't invent it. <laughs> yes, he did. Jake, Jake the Snake Roberts was the creator of the DDT. No, he wasn't. He yes, may he have, was. like, he might, he might have coined the name DDT, but that movie's been around for probably a million years. No, it hasn't. <laughs> Shut your mouth. You're ruining Chris's childhood. I like Jake the Snake, no. I don't think he invented a DDT. That was his finisher. It's like I doubt fucking uh, I had a doubt Hulk Hogan and Vince the leg drop. <laughs> you made that shit look really cool though. Yeah. Okay. So you you're right. Jake the Snake Jake the Snake Roberts is credited as the inventor of the DDT. Um we gave it the the name DDT. Uh, uh-huh. Earliest known practitioner of the move was a Mexican wrestler named Black Gordman, who frequently performed it during the 1970s. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that one. <laughs> but like I said, he made it look really cool. Like he probably had like the best DDT. Like I like just our regular DDT and not like a like a straight I think arm the DDT only, or hookah. I think the only person that comes close to Jake Roberts DDT is Raven. Oh yeah, Raven did have a good. I did. Did he just do a regular DDT though, or did he do like the hook arm? I can't remember. Nope, just regular DDT. Yeah. The uh, the even flow. Who's the one that did the little hook arm? Um. The double arm DDT or the sorry double arm that's might be what it's called. Uh, I know Foley did it. His cactus jag. Yeah, maybe uh, it's Foley. But there's I know quite a few people did. Ambrose did it. 
still that does too for quite a bit. But he doesn't use that as a finisher anymore, does he? Yeah, that's what the paradigm shift is, isn't it? Maybe isn't it just a yeah, double underhook DDT. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. It's not as pretty there. Yeah. No. McIntyre used it too, remember? Yeah, the future shock. Yeah, yeah I still think uh yeah, Jake Roberts probably had the best best DDT. Raven's like a very close second. Yeah, yeah and we could have seen just the it way. This, and we could have seen it this week, but no. <laughs> Somebody had to be an asshole. Freaking Hoyt Archer. It was um I think it's the way that they snap back when they do the DDT that adds an extra like flair to it. Like Ravens is so fluid. And then Jake just has that extra like, you know, where he slaps the slaps the guy that are going down and the way he like snaps himself back too. It's just the way that they perform the move. It's nobody really does it like those two did. Yeah. Good stuff. So your three so your three is uh, really going to be Macho Man, um, uh, Hurricane, and who? CM Punk. CM Punk. Uh, yep. I I don't know. I wouldn't put CM Punk in there either. He's good. He's good. <laughs> well, that's why it's my top three and not your top three. <laughs> you know, Carl, I'd put John Cena in mine, but I I never watched him wrestle. I can never I can never see him. <laughs> he's always always wondering who Batista was getting beat up by. <laughs> I always wondered why Batista like somehow got like hog tied to a turnbuckle with nobody Dude. being there. Dude, we know get fucking Don Cena, Raymond Studio, fucking Roman uh, Reigns. Roman Reigns. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right, so let's get into the news for this week. What'd you say? I Oh. Awesome. All right, let's get into the news. Hit those dirt sheets. Don't have a lot of news for this week. Um, I have the biggest thing. I have something for news. There we go. Uh, was it that? <laughs> yes, it was that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, no, uh, you didn't put the carrying cross news with him going back to MLW. Heck yeah. Is that news? It is. There's a lot of interesting. I actually watched MLW this week, and did you? Yeah. Did anybody die? Um, <laughs> no. No. Come no. close. Maybe. Well, someone got resurrected because Enzo's apparently going to be on uh, the Saturday thing they're doing. 
I guess. Yeah, I guess Enzo's working with MLW now. And who else is going to be there at that Saturday show? That's right. Ricky the Dragon Seabow. Nice. He's not They're making it sound like Karrion Cross is not the only signing they have. So, Is he wrestling? To see. He's going to. Steamboat's Oh, wrestling. Steamboat? Uh, no. Oh, Steamboat, not. probably not. No. Uh, he's just coming out there to talk about whatever. No. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So, go from that. And uh, big congratulations to the newlyweds, Keith Lee, newest addition to AEW, and Mia Yim. Married over the weekend prior to Keith Lee's AEW debut. <laughs> so, ask the question: How long till Mia Yim shows up in AEW? She's gonna show up for one of these Serena Deep things. She's gonna keep doing them every fucking week. And I'm okay with that. Me too. Because that's what they need. Like it's something other than Britt Baker every week, and it's. You know, Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb's a phenomenal wrestler, and she needs to be showcased more. So. Maybe. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see some debuts, aside from the jobbers um, that we've been getting for this challenge thing. So. But yeah, I can see Mia Yim, um, Athena, whoever showing up in there. But Mia Yim, definitely, if Keith Lee's already there. Yep. All right. And last bit of news I got Brian Danielson. So now it says the next inductee into the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame will be joining the Briscoes. It's so funny you say his name and he appears on my TV. Oh, amazing. This <laughs> magically shows up. <laughs> Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. Honor Hall of Fame. I guess so many people like hopefully they add um oh, what's his face delirious should definitely be added to their hall of fame. I don't even know who's I don't even know who's in it, to be honest with you. It's just the uh, it's just the Briscoes and Brian Danielson so far. Oh, they just started it? Yeah, they just announced it. Just started it. Oh. So brand new for this year. Brand new thing they're doing. So yeah, Briscoes were the first announcement, Brian Danielson. So um, they definitely had Lethal. And they fell. Yeah. Lethal, Delirious. Um, there's quite a few names they could add in there. Uh, freaking uh, Nigel McGinnis. Yeah. So many people. CM Punk. Yeah, CM Punk, definitely. Samoa Joe. Up there, so hopefully we'll see some more. Well, I'm sure we'll see more announcements in the next couple of weeks. So I'm not sure how many they're actually adding in there, but cool. Who knows? Also, speaking of Britt Baker, she also appears on my screen. Stop saying people's awesome. names; they keep appearing on my screen. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> All right, well, why don't we just um, pop some tops and hit the six pack recap? All right, this week, a um, few different things here this week. 
I did watch some of Raw. I fell asleep. Uh, the only I thing that well. I really remember uh, was the Street Profits versus um, Alpha Academy, which is probably like the best match on the show from at least what I saw. I mean, I don't want to watch. Yeah, I mean, you got Austin Theory versus Kevin Owens, then you got Austin Theory and uh, who did he tag? Who did he tag with? It was uh, it was all came out there because didn't um Rollins get involved in that match? Oh no, you know what it was? No, I know what it was. So Kevin Owens beat Austin Theory, and then Rollins and Riddle wrestled, and it went to a DQ. Mm. But then it went That's to right. RK Bro versus Rollins and Owens. Yeah, which then kills me because so you're gonna have Rollins and Owens beat the number one contenders for the tag titles. How does that make sense? It doesn't make any sense at all. But that's that's how we do on Monday Night Raw. But, uh, what is this for? The Elimination Chamber? They're getting the tag What's shot, I think, next week. I don't think uh, it's at the Elimination Chamber. They're getting, they're getting. Yeah, because Rollins, Rollins is already in the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, I Rollins don't think Owens is in, is in there. Owens isn't. They're just having like a random tag tournament. Carl, you're kind of muffled. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, o- Owens and Rollins has kind of been together for a little bit, kind of like off and on. Yeah, but it's still like random tag teams. Like, oh, that's yeah. what Vince likes to do because he's not a fan of tag team wrestling, apparently. Anymore. Oh, but speaking of tag team wrestling, uh, NWA this week kicked off the uh, first round of the Team Wars, uh, which saw the end and Rodney Mack uh, win their matchup, and then Strictly Business and El Rudo. Uh, did you guys get a chance to watch any of this at all? No. Okay. So the way that this was set up, it was um, four teams, and it was like a fatal four-way elimination. So the winning team was it's kind of like Survivor Series type thing. So whoever had the, the the remaining team that had the most members, or whatever the winning team, um, advances into the finals, which is next week. So it was four four in the ring at a time. There was no tags. So your partner only came in after you were eliminated. So like the first person to get eliminated in this matchup, unfortunately, was Homicide, uh, teaming with uh, NWA Tag Champs La Rebellion. So Homicide gets eliminated, and then like I think it's Mac Wolf that came in after that, or Dean. I can't remember which one. But that's the only way you can get into the into the match is if your team member got eliminated. Interesting. So yeah, so this this matchup for next week, you have the end and Rodney Mack. Yes, Red Dog, Rodney Mack, Jazz's husband, um, taking on the team of Strictly Business and El Rudo. I'm kind of looking forward to this one. I think we're gonna see. Um, it's kind of kind of tough to call on this one. I think the end and Rodney Mack are gonna take it. But we'll see. 
what else do we have? NWA this week. We also had Camille take on Kira Hogan for the for the Burke, which ended up being a pretty decent match too. Had a pretty good week for women's wrestling. So, mm-hmm. so that was pretty good. So. Let's say I'll add to it. Uh, since I'm probably the only one that watched MLW this week. Uh, uh, you were. <laughs> you should definitely watch the Hammerstone and Pagano title match. That was pretty good. And Hammerstone, someone that's been making a lot of buzz like the last year dude, or so. If you want to see anything about Hammerstone, just look at his finisher. His finisher is awesome. For quite a bit. About Hammerstone, I just haven't. Been he basically does. I guess the best way to put it is he does like a lift up suplex into a side effect. Is the best way to describe it. <sighs> Damn. Yeah. Let's just check that out. So he like lifts the guy up into a suplex and then like brings him down onto a sail. I, I think it was pretty neat. The match was good. I mean, I mean there were like a couple missed spots here and there, but like it wasn't. It was. It's bad in the moment, but like the overall match was good, and it was like a awesome. no DQ, so like people got thrown through crap and hit with trash cans, and <laughs> Pagano got freaking skewers stuck in his skull. Jesus, it was pretty cool. So, so basically, they used it as like a feud ending match and not a, a gimmick thing for TV every week. Like some other yes. company does. Yeah. Yes. And Hammerstone's like partner turned on him at the end. Ooh. Uh, I can't think of his a, name. And you get a heel turn. Look at that. I can't think of his name. Um, Cause he wrestled. Um, he wrestled. Mil uh, Muertes, which was a pretty good match too. I think anything uh, involving Mil Muertes is going to be pretty good. Yeah, because Mil Muertes is awesome. God, what is his name? Uh, I can't think of his name. Yeah, there wasn't many matches on there. We did see uh, uh, Jacob Fatu beat somebody up. That was pretty cool. <laughs> awesome. All right, so let's get into uh, AEW this week. Uh, with the debuts of Keith Lee and Jay White. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, we only got Jay White because Tony Khan realized he botched his own definition of Forbidden Door after his tweets. And uh, Jay White was secured to appear um, Sunday night. <laughs> so, yeah. That's that's why we got Jay White. Uh, and I guess he's on should be on Rampage tonight as well. He is. Uh, I'm assuming he's gonna do what he's been doing, where it's I'm not here for you guys, I'm just here to beat up this guy. Because if Pretty you much. noticed if you noticed on uh Dynamite, he only attacked Beretta, he didn't attack anyone else. Nope. And on Rampage he did the same thing. Yeah, it's because Bullet Club has a long-standing feud with Chaos. Exactly. And Brett and Trent is part of Chaos with uh, Rocky Romero as Rapongi Vice. Yep. So. No. That is but then, I... then again, all the best friends are part of Chaos now, too. So. Yeah. 
Well, that's just the... what I assume it's going to be is like, um, he's just going to be there for that. He's not going to be there for everybody else. Yeah. Even though Adam Cole seems to think so. Which is funny how Adam Cole was with two other people and now all of a sudden they're gone. Yep. Oh, awesome. Carl, what were you saying? I was saying you think he was only there because uh, all I caught was Forbidden Door. <laughs> um, I guess I don't know if my headphones ain't working. There you good go. Or... There you go. There you go. Sound like you're like far oh, yeah. away. Yeah, that's a lot better. Now, I, yeah, I was saying, do you think uh, White was there just because Tony Khan mentioned the Forbidden Door and was getting heat about it? And then uh, the Keith Lee thing was going to be the Forbidden Door, but he didn't want to sound dumb, so he had some money out to come in. Yeah, by referring to the a uh, free agent as someone coming in through the Forbidden Door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, because he, that's pretty much the biggest reason why Jay White was there. I think it's because Tony botched his uh, forbidden door definition. Um, and so I think they scrambled to make that happen, too. So we'll see if anything comes of it. Um, but it's cool to see Jay White pretty much everywhere this week. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about something for the news. I'm sorry, I just thought about it. Uh, uh, I saw that. Is it Tama Tonga that's a free agent? Yeah. <laughs> yep. He'll, you know what he's gonna? You know what he's gonna do? Save New Japan. <laughs> no, he's gonna sign with WWE and join the uh, head of the table. Nah, he's in. He's got up saying. He'll stay I know. New Japan. I know. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, so what do you guys think about the the debut of Keith Lee? From what I saw, it looked pretty good. I mean, he won. Yeah. So, exactly. so Keith Lee comes in, and it's kind of the same thing that they do with most of their their new guys that debut. Is they come in, win like something, that puts them into a big match, or they debut as part of that big match as like the wild card or whatever, win that match, get their title shot, don't win the title, and then feud with Cody, and then just, like, fade off into mid-card them. So you think he's going to feud with Cody? I, at I'm some sure point. He, at some point, he probably will. Everybody feuds with Cody. Is Cody Everybody. still a free agent? I think so. Yeah. I don't heard anything. It's just like... The, uh, uh, it's just like contract. everybody. It's just like everybody wrestles uh, Dolph Ziggler. Same thing. Yeah. Yep. You know, because you know, Brown Breaker's gonna wrestle Dolph Ziggler here soon. Yeah, I did see that. Um, I'm actually okay with that because it kind of. Oh, same. Ziggler is pretty much one of those guys. Like, if you can have a, if he can have a good match with you. Then I, I think he's like the like WWE's like gatekeeper, like the main roster gatekeeper, pretty much. 
because you think of like everybody that's come up like to the main roster, like Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin, and, like so all these other guys have had had programs with Dolph Ziggler at some point. Yep. All right, so Impact this week. We're talking about women's wrestling having a good week. Deanna Perrazzo, open challenge, uh, answered by none other than Santana Garrett. She uh, chose to go after uh, the Ring of Honor Women's Championship, which ultimately Santana Garrett did come up on the losing end, but uh, was a hell of a match. Probably the best match on Impact this week. It's definitely something that needs to be checked out. Um, we also had the debut of Big Con, uh, Connor from the Ascension, um, in a losing effort to Josh Alexander. It's a lot of debuts this week. Got some good stuff there. All right. I think that's going to pretty much do it for the six pack recap. Um, unless you guys have anything else to add in there? I think so. I think we've gone through. I think we've gone through a twelve pack. Yeah, yeah probably. Sixteen pack or something like that. Twenty four pack of I stones. Can, I can, I can tell you guys about a match that's going to be added to Elimination Chamber. No one wants to see. Yeah, we're good. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk to Toy Owls to see what we can add for the collection. Because I got more toy news than I actually have for actual wrestling news. <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right, uh, NECA. NECA Toys announced a replica of the Batman Beyond Batarang. Should be hitting uh, stores relatively soon. Full LED lights. Uh, the only thing is, it's blue and not red. It's just kind of yeah. Yeah. Because, like in the cartoon, it was red. I don't know why it's blue, but uh, so it's coming out with a new movie or something. No, NECA's been doing like replica of like Batman props recently. Mm-hmm. So they did the uh, the grappling gun and the battering from the '89 Batman movie. And then they did the grappling gun from the animated series. Um, they've got some prop replicas from the new Batman movie. And then they've got the, the Batman Beyond one battering for that. And it's just the stuff they got for the Batman license. Uh, let's see some Mattel news. We got the Ultimate Edition. Shawn Michaels and Brock Lesnar, which was Ultimate Edition Series 4, is getting a re-release. Um, these initially had like a short run to begin with and they weren't really wasn't high numbers produced for them. So they're pretty hard to find. Um, especially now, even on third party markets, they've have pretty high price tag for them, big collector demand. So that's something to look forward to because the HBK was actually pretty cool. The Brock wasn't bad either. Pretty solid Brock Lesnar figure. Um, they said that gives them time to get a Brock Lesnar out since they have the, uh, uh, ability to do Brock figures again with him being back uh, while they work on a modern uh, era Brock Lesnar with the ponytail the cowboy hat yeah figure bear come with a cowboy hat 
Uh, Ringside Collectibles announced their next exclusive, which is going to be a red and black Hollywood Hogan. So when the uh, the Wolfpack and NWO Hollywood uh, came back together to reform the full NWO. Um, this will come with a set of two sweet hands, a cloth Wolfpack shirt, and a world title, WCW world title with the NWO spray painted on it in red. So looking forward to that one. I have the Jax version of that one, which is actually a pretty solid figure. But the uh, images that they showed for Mattel, the Mattel one looked freaking amazing. So. Uh, and one little tidbit here before we move on to No Holds Barred. Uh, Mattel actually started pulling down reviews and images of new Jurassic World Dominion toys. Um, a lot of these toys are street dated. Um, we're showing off of, like the new dinosaurs from the movies uh, from the new movie a um, couple toy reviewers actually had their stuff uh, copyright hit on YouTube and on Instagram uh, one Instagram guy that does nothing but like dinosaur toys um, actually had his Instagram account completely shut down and deleted over this that sucks yeah what's his so name what, no <laughs> but the the thing is though is like i don't understand why the youtubers like the toy reviewers and like the instagram people are are the ones that are getting hit with this stuff and why aren't they asking questions like hey where did you buy this from blah 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 because a lot of the stuff was being bought from like legit sites like toy whiz and like a couple other ones that put these things on sale prior to the street date so those retailers are the ones that should be facing the the penalties of this, not the toy reviewers, who le- who you know purchase these things through legit um, toy sites and not you know bootleg from like a Chinese factory worker that stole them out the factory. So. Not cool, Mattel. Not cool. Awesome. All right. Well, let's get into No Holds Barred. It's No Holds Barred. No No Holds Barred is our weekly Anything Goes chat where we discuss whatever we want. Wrestling, TV, movies, other sports, pop, or just pop culture in general. Um, Super Bowl this weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what you guys got for that? Who you got, Chris? Who's who's your pick? Uh, Not big plans. Yeah. Yeah. The the team with the uniform. The shirts. Team with the uniform. (laughs) The shirts. The shirts are going over the skins by, you know, seven points. I don't know who's in Super Bowl. Is it the Bengals and someone else? It's the Bengals and the Rams. Bengals and the Rams. So a tiger versus a billy goat, Uh, pretty much. (laughs) Something like that. Generally in nature, the tiger would win. (laughs) So I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the Bengals and I'm not gonna watch this game at all. Like I was getting asked. So you're gonna watch the halftime show at least? Like probably not. Man, you gotta at least watch the Colin Joe Scarlett Johansson commercials. Uh they're probably all on YouTube now anyway, so 
They they are. They're fucking hilarious. So so it's, it's the so whole Gary, thing with like the Amazon thing can read his mind. So she does stuff, and it's it's great. You have to watch Gary, it. I think I uh, think the uh, the sexiest motherfucker walking in the game is gonna win. So who you think? Oh, yeah? Yeah, who you think is going to win? I know who you're picking, then. If you're saying you know that. who I'm picking? Oh, yeah. The sexiest? So who's the sexiest, man? Tell me. Different Joe agree. Burrow. Yeah, man. He's winning, dude. <laughs> so, so I'm going to do what I did last time, Carl. And I'm going to pick the Rams for the same reason. For what? Reverse psychology. Oh, reverse psychology. All right. Bah, Ram, you. Well, the Rams, the Rams did beat the Titans back in 2000. So I still hold a grudge. <laughs> still hold a grudge. Yeah. <laughs> we get Beretta and Jay oh, White next week. Ooh. We lost by a yard. Oh, nice. By a yard. Yeah. We 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 uh, scored the game tying uh, touchdown. Um. And uh, we got tackled yard short. Oh, maybe the guy that was running the ball into the the end zone should have tried a little harder not to get tackled. No, he tried. He tried pretty hard. <laughs> Go back and watch it. Well, apparently not. Of uh, apparently not hard enough. Well, you know that's the well, way it goes sometimes. You know what? He tried real hard <laughs> and he got real far, but in the end, it never really mattered. I mean, I like that. I like that ending better than the Seahawks on the fucking pick. <laughs> Should have zigged instead of zagged. Throwing the pick at the end, that'd probably be heart, more heartbreaking. Or the Atlanta Falcons. Like, Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons have the biggest fucking heartbreak of all, dude. Uh, at least they didn't go four years in a row and lose. Eh, I don't know. I'd like rather go four years on the road and, and lose than not make it at all. Yeah, that's true. It seems with, and you know the Detroit Lions have never made to a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. So since we're on the topic of the Super Bowl, we got some questions here. Um. So. One big thing, most of these have to do with the commercials, but uh, if you were given a one-minute ad slot during the Super Bowl that you couldn't sell, what would you fill it with? I actually have like a I got perfect, my, I actually I got come up with my own ad. Or... I have a perfect answer for this. So yeah, I like thought... what would you fill it with? I got the perfect answer. I wish mine's better than Garrett's. Go ahead with it, yours, Garrett. And then it, I'm gonna it, it is, but the only reason I say this is because I saw this Literally has an idea on it, on it. Like I don't know if someone made it on Instagram or what it was, but it was so fucking funny to me. Is it was it was like a pair of jeans, but like around the like thigh area, you could like it had like, like you could pick the pants out and it has like a towel wrapped in there so you could wipe your hands on it for like when you have wings and then you just put the jean part back on and it just snaps on. I was like, this is the stupidest fucking idea. You put it in a Super Bowl commercial and everyone will buy it. So you actually came up with a product. 
That is so funny. It doesn't matter either way. What's uh, your What's your answer, Chris? Um, me doing the Buffalo Bill dance for a minute. <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> so if it, Buffalo Bill, <laughs> Buffalo Buffalo. the lambs. <laughs> if it was me, this is this idea is better than Buffy. This this idea is better than Buffy House. If it was me, combined, I think we I think we got to get fucking Tony Fox waffles and tires. <laughs> oh man! How are we gonna get that cut down to a minute though? That was like a three minute ad. <laughs> we'll put it in like four times. <laughs> you lose the appeal of You lose the appeal of it though if it goes that fast. Oh man. All right, uh, what do we got here? Uh, what was better, the Budweiser frogs or the Was Up commercials? Um, mm. that was tough because as a kid, I loved the Budweiser. But then, as a teenager, I always called my friends was like, "What?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember the was up like kind of transcended though, and the Dudleys ran with that. Yep. Oh yeah, that. that's true. Headbutt. Yep. Got to do the was up then. And, and yeah, it uh, yeah, was yeah. on uh, scary movie, right? Scary movie. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I think the uh, I think the was up became more of a uh, pop culture staple than the than the frogs. Yeah. The frogs were good though until you got the was up. Frogs. I remember. Yeah. But wise. We used to do that in elementary right. school. But I think the uh, I think was up was definitely the uh, the better one out of the two. Yeah. Because yep. I mean, you could still walk up to somebody and go what up, and they would do it right back to you. Yeah. Like you, if you try to do yeah. the Budweiser frog thing, they'd kind of look at you like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite Super Bowl food? Uh, Chris's uh chicken wing dip, buffalo chicken <laughs> wing dip. Dude, you never had that at a Super Bowl. It don't matter. That would be my answer. That's like <laughs> WrestleMania food. <laughs> well that would be my favorite super bowl food because we've had it at a super bowl party because we made it and brought it <laughs> okay <laughs> that's usually our go-to for parties is we we make that and bring it so. i'm gonna go with uh the traditional buffalo chicken wing Yes. Hell yeah. Oh, it's, I'd have to agree with that. Yep. That's a good answer. Oh, man. This one is. Is it, uh, Steve? Steve? Is it a Steve, is it the number one answer? Show me potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> with raisins, motherfucker. <laughs> 
Oh, white people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dumbest Super Bowl bet. Um, examples, how long will the national anthem be? How many times is a coin flip? So on and so on. So what I've heard of, and I don't know if they do it in the Super Bowl. If I know they do, have done it in college. But I've heard of them like betting on the color of the Gatorade that the the, the head coach will get bathed on. Yeah, you can bet on it now. Okay. Yep. Is, is this like <laughs> like betting on the puppy bowl? Like which dog's gonna take a dump first? Yep. I mean, yeah, there's all kinds of like bets that people make uh, during the Super Bowl that you can oh do. Oh my god, dude, there's so many. I'd probably say like the dumbest. Like, cause I don't really pay attention to this stuff, but I'd say like betting on how long the national anthem is going to be is is pretty dumb. Like betting all these songs, the yeah, they all sound stupid. So <laughs> all sound stupid. Like it's it's hard to pick. Mm-hmm. People are dumb as yeah. Hell. They're they're. Yeah. Um. Oh. Let's see. I I will say some of the dumbest ones. Um. I, I don't know. The Gatorade one was pretty dumb. The national anthem wings is pretty stupid. Um. I, th- I think the dumbest one, and this is a dumbest, like, this out of logic, is the heads or tails. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, it's 50 50. And it's like, you're fucking, like, a little bit. <laughs> that sounds pretty terrible. It's like, why not just hook a coin in your. How many, flag- how many flags will get, will get thrown in the game? <laughs> yeah. Who gets the most penalties? Who's the first person to, uh, ejected? How many times Nobody. does the head coach say fuck? <laughs> how, 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 about, how about this? How many times do you think Tom Brady gets mentioned? <laughs> how many times a tablet gets thrown on the floor because of interception? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how many... How many missed field goals? None. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here for No Holes Bar. Uh, have you guys seen the new trailer for Jurassic World? Um, have not. I have not. Okay. I right. saw that. I haven't seen. People I haven't here. seen Jurassic World two yet either. Oh really? That's all? Yeah, oh, I saw the old people were in it. Yes, so they're bringing back um, uh, Alan Grant, uh, Doctor Sadler, and Jeff, uh, Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's character. Yeah, the same people. To or... to... Yes. Yep, same people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Golden Trio. That's what people are calling them. <laughs> Actually, yeah, pretty I... good. Like a lot of cool stuff in that trailer. Yeah, I was a I was a big fan of the original trilogy. Oh, um, uh, I I didn't get into Jurassic World that much. I heard two was better. Yeah, two was uh, much better than the first the first one. 
first one was still good, yeah. but the second one, the second one was good, it was better. This one actually looks better than the other two. So. Okay. I mean, yeah, if it, if it Jurassic followed, World Three kind of killed it for me, but I Jurassic World Three. Yeah. That was a dream with the fucking talking dinosaur, dude. Like, come on. That's what everybody goes to. Like, you know, dinosaur talk. Just like, man, it was a fucking dream. <laughs> yeah, like it was a real thing. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, better franchise, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? So, when I follow this question, uh, I had a question. Are we talking like old school game Mortal Kombat Street Fighter? Are we talking about like Mortal Kombat Street Fighter now? Uh, I, think, I think those are two different answers. Franchise. That was the better franchise. So everything as a whole, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. We're talking about games. We're talking about movies. Which one was the better movie? Street Fighter? <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Oh. <laughs> I think as a franchise, well, <laughs> I would probably say Street Fighter. Man, if we go on movies, like that's a that's a tough one because I really love that Street Fighter movie. <laughs> it was so bad, but I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with fucking Mortal Kombat, dude, because it had blood and. For like me being a young child, that was very impressionable. I thought it was so cool to see blood splatter every time he hit somebody. So Yep. I think um I think Mortal Kombat helped redefine and reinvigorate the uh fighting game genre, so to say. Um because like how many editions of Street Fighter 2 did we get? Like before Mortal yeah. Kombat came out. We had like Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition, Street Fighter 2 Limited Super Edition, Street Fighter 2 Super, Street Fighter 2 Alpha. Like, <laughs> like they did, you, get did you have a, did you have a PlayStation? Yeah. Did you fuck with Tekken? Uh, I played Tekken like, with friends like at their houses, but I never like owned Tekken. Oh, dude, Tekken was the shit too. Yeah, so Tekken my my brother, uh, anytime we go to like any place that has like Tekken tag, um, mm-hmm. I've learned to never play him. <laughs> my brother is very good at Tekken tag for some fucking reason. So that was more like the like the fran- like the fighting games that really didn't get enough like. That's like like shine, so to say, like um, primal rage, killer instinct. Uh, there's one on the Genesis called Eternal Champions, which is pretty good. Like those those fighting games, like I loved. But like out of the two of these, Mortal Kombat was definitely my go-to. I played yeah. Soul Calibur. Get over here. <laughs> Surprised you never played Soul Calibur, Chris. I did. Like it's not all games like friends had, but it's not anything that I ever like gotcha. was interested in. Because I remember that one. There's one that was for because they had it for each system, but I had a different character. Yeah, there's the PlayStation had, had Darth Vader. Yep. Xbox had Yoda. The other one had Link, I think, right? 
Nintendo. Yeah, I think the uh, Nintendo one had like, it was the GameCube at the time. GameCube, yeah. Then there's like another one that had um um I can't remember what's what Soul Calibur it was, but the PlayStation exclusive was Kratos. Yep. I don't remember. So many iterations of that damn game. Yeah, I was working at Sears when the uh that Soul Calibur came out with Vader, Yoda, and um Link in it. Yep. There was like a huge deal um, that came out. Marvel Marvel versus Capcom. That's another Marvel vs. Capcom. I do I do enjoy the Marvel games. Marvel vs. Capcom, my favorite one in the arcade, X-Men Children of the Atom. Was one that there's one of the malls back home. Every time we go to that mall, I'd spend probably at least an hour in the arcade playing that game. More Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles I played quite a bit too. Well, this one, this was after um, Ninja Turtles was gone from the arcade. Oh, the Simpsons. The Simpsons game. Simpsons yep. one. Oh yeah. yeah. Which they just re-released the Simpsons as the uh, arcade one-ups. Like the small arcade cabinets that Walmart has. Oh, wow. one yep. Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. I would uh, mention the season finale of Book of Boba Fett, but I know I'm the only one that watched it. So I heard everything we went back there. to normal. Pretty much. Yeah. I kind of. All hell broke loose. Yeah, it's kind of like now. But you know what I need to no. know? We we can say this on air, Chris, and nothing will get ruined. Was the What's decision that? made? Decision was made. Okay. I already know what decision you probably made. There's there's no other. This yeah, but yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, pretty good. All right. So that's cool. So that's uh, no holds barred. Let's uh comb through these archives for the vintage throwdown. It's the vintage throwdown. Awesome. All right. So our Black History Month celebration continues um, as we take a look, as we recommend this week, uh, Ron Killings, Ron the Truth Killings um, versus Ken Shamrock uh, for the NWA Championship. This is from August 7th. 2002 um our truth better known now uh became the first officially recognized african-american nwa champion throughout the company's illustrious history um unfortunately it sucks because bobo brazil was actually the first one to win the nwa title uh first african-american to win the nwa title but was not recognized as nwa world heavyweight champion at that time frame and I think there's been a few, a couple more after Bobo Brazil before our truth, but truth was officially was the first recognized African American NWA champion. And that's in 2002. Insane. It's pretty insane. So, but it was actually a pretty good match. Um, I found it mm-hmm. on YouTube, like a quick Google search. So it was pretty good. So. Like, uh, was it Ken Shamrock was the first 
Impact champion or NWA champion? TNA champion under the Impact NWA banner. All right, so definitely check that out. Um, let's see what we can dig up for next week for the. Oh, I got, I got an idea. You got an idea? I'll, yeah, I'll tell you after this show. Okay. Just remember. There we go. All right, well, that's going to do it for us this week. Another awesome edition of the Wrestle Getting Podcast. Uh, if you're looking for some more awesome wrestling and wrestling figure or just action figure podcast in general be sure to check out our friends uh the phil cave with our good friend phil gentile uh, which gives you a different experience as he chats with collectors store owners and people in the toy industry on their top five favorite figs what it's like running a toy store what it takes to make a figure uh phil just dropped another top five this week um from one of the gentlemen from the talking taker podcast uh, they talk. They apparently talk nothing but Undertaker matches. Went through like his entire catalog of pay per view matches. Um, sounded like a pretty interesting podcast. So I definitely want to check that out. Uh, but they dropped their uh, top five Undertaker figures. It's pretty cool. So definitely give that a listen. Uh, the Run In Podcast with friends Tommy Paradise and DJ. Uh, join them as they recap the weekend wrestling, figure news, pop culture with their weekly show. Plus, join their Patreon. And support the show and get access to the Fig Cave Facebook group. One of the best damn action figure Facebook groups all on Facebook for exclusive giveaways and more for as little as a dollar a month. Um, which I actually won one of their giveaways and I've got a top picks 2022 rock on the way to me. Courtesy of the run-in podcast. Pretty psyched about that. Um, they have a lot of Patreon exclusive. What's up? You put him in your kitchen. In my kitchen. So you can smell what he's yeah. cooking. Yeah. It's actually pretty cool. It's got the um, that rock football jersey, like the black jersey with the bowl on it with the red outline. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's like a throwback rock. So it looks pretty awesome. Um, I have not seen that one in stores yet. It's as part of the same wave with uh, Roman Reigns, Goldberg, and Jeff Hardy, which I've seen those three. I've not come across this rock figure yet. Uh, so it's pretty psyched that uh to win that. Uh let's see. They also got some other exclusive shows on there too. So if you do like the five dollar tier for the run-in podcast, they have a Patreon exclusive show called the Rerun-In Podcast. Well, right now they're going through and watching uh watch alongs of the first season of the original Ninja Turtles cartoon. So they just posted their look at uh episode four this week. Uh, it's been pretty uh, pretty entertaining. And uh, also, don't forget about the call up with uh, Kenny as he live streams his reactions pretty much to every weekly, every wrestling show there is during the course of the week through uh, WWE, AW, pay per views. Um, and make sure you subscribe to him on YouTube as well for some can't miss exclusive interviews with wrestlers, um, comedians, and more. You can find all these guys on social media as well. Um, but also don't forget about us. Follow us on Twitter at WrestleGetAPod with 1D, Instagram at WrestleGetAPod with 2Ds, and for the underscore collection, youtube.com slash for the collection. Um, we have an unboxing video up there that we just posted. Um, I unboxed the Legends 13 Hurricane, <clears throat> the uh, WrestleTunes Hurricane that I got um, off of Macari, and a fresh box of AEW trading cards. 
So we posted that up there last week, last weekend. So go ahead and check that out. And you can find us on TikTok at RussellGannonPod with two Ds. Uh, if you want to support the show, um, aside from following us on social media and subscribing, uh, easiest way to do that is to check out redbubble.com slash people slash RussellGannonPod and buy one of our awesome shirts. Uh, that is the only merch store that we have now. Our Pro Wrestling Tees store is officially closed. Maybe they should handle their business a little better. So. All right, so that's going to do it. And we're going to leave you like we do every week. Carl, theme of the week this week, what you got for us? Um, I don't know if Gary has picked it yet. Because <clears throat> uh, I don't think Chris has. Um, but I was trying to get something to get me hyped for the Super Bowl. Have we did the acclaim yet? No. Mm, nope. No. So that's gonna be my pick. Nice. See if I can find one without like any of the rap in there. <laughs> uh, Keith Lee's theme is up on YouTube now too on AEW's uh, YouTube channel. Nice. Well, I, you already know what theme I'm picking next week, so. Jay White? Maybe. Avenue! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I don't even think we've done that theme. <laughs> Cena's? Uh, no. I think uh, uh, I, did it, I, did it the, I did it in one of the calls, remember? Oh, probably. Uh, when I did the question, like we was doing questions, I did it in one of the questions. And I was the dude that like was a dancing fan. Oh yeah, and no, I didn't dude, you ruined it. Now they all know what. Are you gonna play that? Yeah. That's your sister Mildred. <laughs> oh fuck! Hey, hey y'all, babies. Hey, this is the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the voices weren't that good. <laughs> I think everybody knows. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was the best part of it. Like, yeah, that was funny. So. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to raise some money for the local bank sale. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby. Uh, well, you know, uh, do like some reaction videos or, I don't know, or at least does his TikTok too. <laughs> Uh, I'd have to go through and start uh, downloading some of those and talk no more. Awesome. Oh. I did put up a new TikTok this week as well, talking about um, from last week with uh, how I didn't want Keith Lee to go to AEW. <laughs> yeah. Perfect timing. That's great. Yep. <laughs> Awesome. All right. So that's going to do it for us, guys. Uh, thank you guys for checking this out. This is episode 129, Wrestle Gunner Podcast. Thank you guys for listening and supporting us and all that fun stuff. Be sure to follow us on social media and we'll chat with you guys next week. Later, Marks. And remember, it's not cheating if you're wearing a condom. <laughs> oh, and it's only gay if you look up. Oh, that was good. Oh, what a lovely tea party.